the, all the rumors of us losing Aerosmith on Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. I would make it the Electric Mayhem uh, band's uh, oh. oh, I kind of love that. That would be amazing. <laughs> all the glow in the dark stuff. Dr. And have, like, Teeth Rock and Roller Coaster or Mayhem Roller Coaster or whatever. That would be so cool. I've been, I've been wanting them to do that. I actually... And I love Aerosmith, don't get me wrong. But there's a part of me that says, even if Aerosmith doesn't want out, maybe let's make the change. Right. The one thing we don't have in the park, I always feel like they always just do a Muppet tease. They never, Even though we have Muppets 3D, I get it. We have Pizza mm-hmm. Rizzo's. There's not really, other than that one little section, I don't feel like they really represent the Muppets yeah. enough in the in the parks. Mm-hmm. To give them like mm-hmm. a main ride like that, where and they're still staying in Hollywood Studios still, yep. so that's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. And But to give them like a big attraction like that, I think that would be huge. Um I'd still love to see a, 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 a character dining, a Muppet character dining, but oh, um, but yeah, but the so but rock and roller coaster with Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem band would be. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. I am Dave, and this is Jen. This is episode number 96. We're only a month away from 100. We've got some Crazy. fun plans for 100. Unlike me normally, I'm actually planning ahead for 100. Uh, so oh my gosh, great who are you? you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, we haven't actually had on a guest in a while. It's been you and I it has been um, a while. For, for many, many, many weeks. But uh, I am pleased to have met this gentleman about 10 minutes ago, and I'm really excited to have him on because, <laughs> Jen, I know that you know Gene. Um, I have met so, Gene, Jen, yes. why don't you do the intros because I'm going to say, this is Gene okay. from a number of Disney podcasts, but, Jen, you got the better introduction, so please, go ahead. No, actually, I met um, Jean through co-host Christine from the Divas podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, she she contacted me, oh, gosh, whenever we, we had you on last year, Jean, and yep. she said, I met this guy, Gene, he's awesome, he's from The Magical Lifestyle, and he's got an Instagram page and a YouTube, and I think he'd be great on Divas. I was like, yeah, let's have him on. We had him on. He was just super interesting. He is a super interesting guy. He's got a lot of fun. No pressure, Gene. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you have to be today, super right? interesting. Um, <laughs> and I just thought it would be super fun to have him on this cast as well to introduce him to our audience and chat Disney. Um, super knowledgeable, of course, and a huge Disney fan like all of us. So this is Gene. And I know David has some questions for him. We're going to oh, yeah. let Gene talk about what he does on podcasting slash YouTube. Um, Quasi-producer Heather actually was just on his network um, right. last night. I don't know when that airs, but quasi-producer was, Heather is it actually-, actually- It was last night. It was oh, live. was it last night? Oh, okay, oh cool. it was a live. Okay, yeah. She's so good at live. She really is good at live. Heather's she was great. great. She's fantastic. like, I'm not, I'm not very good on live. I'm like, you're fantastic on live. Shut up. Stop being so- Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> herself herself. Um, so yeah. Well, so before, as we get started, though, let me ask this question to you, Jen, as and then give Jean a chance to kind of think about it. Jen, how'd you Disney this week? Oh, all right. I Disney this week, but we were cleaning out. Um, I think you know that Brady's father unfortunately passed mm-hmm. unexpectedly at the end yep. of last year. Yep. So we've been going through the process of cleaning up the house. Um, there were 50 years in that house, you know, so right. lots of. Uh, coming across though a lot of treasures in the meantime and we did come across a i'll just call it a vintage mug mm-hmm. from the late 70s um that they had managed to get it's got a, it's some chinaware that has uh has some logos and things mm-hmm. on it. it it's a very rare find from what we can it tell looks really so cool. it's like it if disney really, had a really denny's cool. that would be a denny's mug it was just yeah really yeah cool. and not not sure the provenance not sure right. where it came from but we did stumble across it and it's um we're like oh wait where did they get this and this is like really cool so we stumbled across that so that's a that's a nice little... I mean, you sent me the picture and i was like holy crap that's amazing yeah it's like mean, a is, mug. now is, is that up for giving are you 
you're like, hey, I have Disney swag here. You can have, you know, is that because yeah, you can no. send that with some other stuff if you want. So. Yeah, no, no, no. That that's going to be one that we keep right there. Okay, just probably <laughs> good, probably good. So for me, um, I and this is total self promotion. So ring the bell on this. Uh, of course, my Facebook pages and, and socials have been doing every year. We do a, a magical movie tournament um, mm-hmm. where you pick, you know, you have a group of movies and then whatever most gets the most votes, it advances and onto the rounds. Whatever we're starting the second round this week, and I've been mired in Disney movies this mm-hmm. week because I always kind of go through and kind of set the brackets up and figure out what movies because there's a whole lot of them that have no chance at winning but it's always fun to see somebody comment and go i'm gonna vote for condor man because you know condor <laughs> man needs some love that's oh the gosh. only vote out of the thousands of votes we've gotten so far that's the only vote condor man's gonna get at all but it's great <laughs> to have that one person say condor man or flight of the navigator or swiss family robinson or hey, rescue flight of the navigator or, is great you know that, that was a cult classic that exactly. is a cult classic. It, it is a cult classic. And I actually got a handful of votes. So did Newsies and Mothers, you know. And so it's just been kind of fun watching watching people comment on movies and such. Because, honestly, <laughs> your winners are going to be Poppins or Beauty and the Beast or Tangle or something like that. Sure. Uh, Lion King is the defending champion. Uh, Beauty and the Beast has won three times, to- four times, four times. We've been doing it. This is the ninth year in a row. Um, and so my social information will be the end of the episode. You guys can go on and, and vote there with mm. pr- win prizes and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, that's been my week is just mired in Disney movies and looking, thinking about <laughs> films. And, okay, what gets left out? You know what? This might be the year that that darn cat doesn't make the cut this year for the tournament. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't get a single vote last year. I'm like, I don't know if it's, I mean... it's time to go back. But... <laughs> so now the question turns to Gene. Gene, how did you Disney this week? Um, I Disney. I Disney every. I feel like I Disney every minute of the day. So if I can pick from a million things, right. I do about a million broadcasts on Disney. Um, I actually, I, I tell you what, I could, I could break a little bit of news right now because this hasn't even been announced. But oh, let's I, do it. Um, I actually uh, set up and I actually did an interview and I'm actually going to be a writer for Chip and Co. starting in about two weeks. So that was one thing I did this week. So I'll be back down in Florida for good again. I've been up in New York for about a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking care of a few things, and I'll be back down to Florida in about a week. Well, congratulations oh, okay. on that! So, nice. right, local Disney, but yeah, I've been uh, I I Disney every minute of the day. So between the yeah. shows and <laughs> and now writing for Chip and Co, I yeah, I, I it's a good a thing I love more. Disney. Yeah, yeah, good thing. Time. Now well, you you mentioned going back. Oh, sorry, David. You mentioned going back and forth. I, last time I talked to you, I feel like you were in the middle of a move. Did I make that up? Yeah, the moves actually. No, we, I was. I was down. I was myself was down there. My family's still up here. Yes. Uh, my wife will be coming down in the beginning of the summer. So okay. I came back up here to uh, still kind of prep with some of the stuff that I have to bring down. Because we're course. bringing things down slowly as we as we go. Of course. So I came up. For, of course, I figured, let me go up to New York for a month, and I picked the coldest month of the year. I was going to say, why <laughs> of all times to choose like that? I feel like you should have selected better month. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, originally it was only supposed to be like for about ten days, and then I got up here and I was seeing family and stuff, and it just yeah. kind of next thing I know, it, it it went into like middle of March. So, um, but I'll be going back. And the nice snowstorm to boot. So yeah, I had a couple. Yeah. I had a couple of snowdrops and. But uh, it's nice being back and seeing family and hanging out with my pets, yeah. my dogs, and my cats. So oh, good. I miss them. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I asked you this question in the pre-show, and I, we, as we started to get into it, I'm like, let's just put this on the podcast because this is going to be interesting. Uh, like, I was kind of reviewing a lot of your stuff because I like to go back and see what the guests do and see you know the podcast and things like that, especially if I'm not mm-hmm. that familiar with it. And you've got a number of podcasts. It seems like you had a podcast network with a number of podcasts under it. So talk a little bit about that, like in terms of the podcast you do, the network you have. Mm-hmm. Just that whole little story there and how it's all structured. Um, well, it, it all started originally with an Instagram page that me and my daughter were doing uh, mm-hmm. to kind of talk about just it was it started off as just funny memes, some of our trips, um, pictures pictures from some of our trips. And then it evolved into pictures from other photographers would tag me and stuff. So we started posting their stuff. Uh, it grew in from that to a, a audio podcast starting about a year and a half ago, August of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we did that until November of 21. And that's when we hopped on, on YouTube. And okay. it went from the Magical Lifestyle, which was the Instagram page, to uh, the Disney Underground, which was the podcast, to, to YouTube, where we have a, a bunch of different shows. We have game shows. We still have the Disney Underground mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday nights. Uh, we have on Monday night, we have an evening with the Magical Lifestyle. And that's me and Piano Rob. And where we interview a some you know a celebrity or someone we put somebody in the spotlight that's you know uh, whether it be Disney or just in in um, it's, you know some in, in some way shape or form famous mm-hmm. um, and and then it's you know every every night something different Tuesdays we like theme parks so really it's become right. like a a thing where whatever you would kind of 
it's different avenues. So like I said, we have game shows on Wednesdays and Fridays, a late night type talk show on Mondays, a mm-hmm. community hangout on Thursdays. Uh, Sundays is the same way. It's more of a community-based hangout. And then I think starting April, that first week of April, we're adding like five new shows across the board. Wow. We're, we're having a 7.30 to 8.30 shift. <laughs> of Fantastic. Shows, which I'll be on a couple of them. I won't be on all of them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, and then we actually have a morning show uh, that'll be almost like a good Good Morning America version of Disney uh, for an hour from 10 to 11 a.m. On oh, It'll nice. always be on location. Whether right. it be the Springs or one of the resorts, we'll always be recording that. And I will be one of the hosts on that every morning. So, um, so yeah, wow. they keep me busy. I was going to wow, say, I feel yeah. like this is a question that that I should know the answer to, but I'm assuming this is your full-time job, correct? At, at this point, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know when else you would work unless you were freelancing at you know, <laughs> 2 to 3 in the yeah. morning every day or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, like I said, I'm freelancing, freelancing a little bit right now with right. Chip and Co. That'll start right. in about a couple sure. weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is pretty much uh, my full-time gig. When I moved down to Florida, I, I took for about a year and a half of just putting away money storing away money mm-hmm. so that way I could leave my, my regular nine to five job and yeah. focus on making this my, my full-time career. Fantastic. And so far uh, things have, have gone well so far. God bless. Yeah. I left good, my nine good. to five job in, in, in August of 2015 to become a full-time mm-hmm. travel agent working on commission only. Uh, so basically my life is mostly, mostly wrapped around Disney, although I threw some all inclusives and some other stuff in there too. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's stressful because this is how I make the money. If I don't work, I don't eat. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's great because I get to do podcasts in the middle of the day with, with wonderful people like Gene yeah. and, and Jen, of course. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, let's jump in here. Let's do a little bit of news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah! News! All right, so there's not a ton of stuff going on. Um, sometimes I feel like with Disney, like they just do all the news at one time. <laughs> Feast or famine. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yep. I don't even know where to turn. At other times, you're like looking up web pages going, okay, so there's a new cupcake that's over at uh, G- <laughs> or, or, or whatever. <laughs> um, but there are a few things here. Of course, um, Festival Fantasy now has a special seating location. Yes. For Genie Plus, that's one of the new attractions mm-hmm. that you can get uh, on Genie Plus. When you do your lightning lanes, um, thoughts on this? Is this good? Is this bad? Is this just kind of par for the course with Genie? I mean, I think it, you're going to see Genie Plus evolve so much that it's going to, in a year from now, it'll be something completely different than we saw it in the, in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it's always like I feel like it's I feel like it's already evolved a bunch since they've added new rides. They mm-hmm. so I you know and I'll be to be honest, I've never I've never once used used Genie Plus yet. Being a local where I can kind of go and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a rush to do anything because eventually I'll get on everything. Right. I, I have yet to use it. So I can honestly say I have no experience with Genie Plus in that sense because mm-hmm. I've never actually used it. Because when I go, I just go and I kind of walk around and I do what, okay, there's a, a little line on that. Then the, the normal, I'll go on that. You know, So I kind of yeah. just go like very like, you know, seat of the pants kind of kind of thing. Sure. Um, but from what I from what I see, I, I think if you're on a trip and you only go once a year once every two years every three years i think that i think anything that genie plus offers is is a good thing for for the people that don't get to go all the time right i i like the idea of having the festival fantasy as a a genie plus option if only because it sets a precedence that i think that when finding nemo the musical whatever form it comes back in Mm -hmm. it's gonna probably get added to this as well so you'll have seating for that Mm -hmm. and of course lion king things like that and i feel like The the more attractions we have that take up more people the better, mm-hmm. because the now better is, it's going to operate. This is one more thing that people mm-hmm. will now go to. You know, instead of everybody cramming over Millennium Falcon and Slinky Dog and whatever, this is one more thing that people can grab um, to kind of dilute the crowd a little bit. If that makes any sense. And I think this is going to help. So, yeah. And it, remember, Fast Pass. It used yeah. to be a Fast Pass attraction, mm-hmm. or yeah. like you know, like a dining. Yeah. You could do a dining package too, maybe. I think yeah, they had the dining package, but I think it was fast pass. Though yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think they had both options. And there's only a certain amount of spots they're going to be able because they don't have they're yeah. not going to have a huge place for this. So really, there's like what a hundred yeah. people that can get this this lightning lane, mm-hmm. and that's it. So I'm hoping that we'll expand it out. Maybe have special seating for the fireworks at night. I mean, I don't I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, of course, they right. you, know, you pay for that for the uh, for the dessert parties and stuff. Um, so that's coming. Grand, uh, Jen, have you seen the Grand Floridian? Uh, redos the, uh, the the rooms they're working on. Well, not in not in, well, not person, in person, unfortunately. Well, I, wait, 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 wait. The, I mean, I Josh wish. hasn't called you yet to say, "Hey, Jen, what do you think?" I mean, I mean, he should because he knows how much I right, love Grant. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but <Okay>. uh, no, <laughs> I have seen the photos and I am like dying because they look 
phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting for, you know, I've been waiting for a redo. I've yeah. been waiting. Yeah. And I, patiently, yeah. I'm like, get to my beloved grand. Mm -hmm. So it's time. I'm like, yes. Well, I'm excited that I'm guessing to see the Grand and the, the refurbishment, you're obviously mm -hmm. going to send your great agents on a trip to there out of the agency pocket to stay there a couple of nights because we have to experience. We can't sell it if we don't experience it, Jen. Come on. Gene's not in his head. He's uh, not Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to sell the Grand Flow unless you can say, we have been there and we've seen it. And if you need us to pay us a little bit, I can I can throw down $100 a night for that. That's fine. Wow. Wow. I, that I'm willing to so... go as well, Jen. So if you want to yeah. send, you know, someone outside the box. You know, well, that's okay. I, I mean, that's this is idea. like such a great option right? for me. I'm going to really have to sit down and consider this. Like, I, well, you guys are very selfless. Well, Gene will pay his way too. He'll pay $100 a night as well. So we'll be Shoot. Then, I mean, we should be good. We're benevolent like Benevolent like that. <laughs> All right, so two Do you see questions. how they just keep giving? Well, exactly. We're, we're givers. We're, we're here to solve problems. Uh, so, so here's the next thing. Two questions on this. Number one, how do we feel about the Epcot, uh, uh, the Epcot experience permanently closing? And two, do we think most people even knew the Epcot experience even existed? <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, for, for people who don't know, it's it was set off over by um, I'm not gonna say the Odyssey and whatever because people may not well it was in Odyssey. Well, I know, but people mm, may yeah. even know that at this point. So if you're walking the World Showcase, you take a left, you go by a test track as you're walking to mm -hmm. Mexico to get your tequila because that's where you're going. Um, <laughs> you know, off to the side they're in a building. That you basically you can walk in real briefly, do like a little roundabout there, walk around this great little setup with Spaceship Earth in the middle of this with this 360 degree screen. It was showing all these things that Epcot was and is and will mm -hmm. be and whatever. And it was just a fun little walkthrough. Was, you know, you could spend ten minutes in there, look around, or spend however long. I, I don't think that most people even knew it existed or, or why this existed. They Not were like, oh, post COVID. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like post COVID changed it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I get mm -hmm. why they're getting rid of it. It wasn't supposed to be there long term. Anyway, it was almost supposed to be like just a like well, a look into guy. the future yeah. of what Epcot right. was going to be. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Although if it's not done yet, I say leave it up until it's until you're closer to it being finished because. That was the whole point of it is to say, hey, don't, yeah. you know, we have all these these boards up and stuff for a reason. This is what we're going to get by taking it down. I feel like mm -hmm. we're still so far away from it being done. Right. I think it's I think it's a little too soon. Right. Although some of it has changed at this point, like, you know, some of the That's things true. have been tabled and, mm -hmm. and whatnot since it first came out. So I and I I will admit I didn't go post COVID to look and see if they took out the things that got <laughs> shelved for the moment mm -hmm. um like my beloved mary poppins don't get me started i'm gonna cry I, yeah i'm yeah. that's my favorite that's well, my favorite disney Chapex movie says my gosh mine too Chapex says it's coming he just doesn't know when but all, a lot of a lot of other sites have said it's just it's gone like don't don't expect it anytime no it anytime needs to come soon. back um well there was supposed to be like this this playhouse pavilion which i think they're working on a play pavilion i think i do feel like that's um, still there. there's supposed to be like this this platform patio area with like the statue on it and everything uh kind of somewhere around spaceship earth and just all these wonderful aesthetics and whatever and i think now i kind of feel like disney's like okay what do we, what can we do to get done with epcot and be done with mm -hmm. it and we'll look at it again in five years for the 45th or something or for the 50th we'll <laughs> bring some stuff yeah, back something. and you know that's when we'll redo spaceship earth uh, do we think spaceship earth will ever get refurbished any i would say anytime in the next two or three years or do we think it's just eh let's figure everything out uh, i think it's such a classic as is i think they look at it like they don't need to touch it i think right um, i think they were okay to touch it at first you're right but i think yeah. now it's like it's beloved you know yeah Mm -hmm. it, it is beloved just like it is yeah. because yes they had jeremy irons before and i know we've had um uh the, the first person that did it and i can't think of the guy walter cronkite, well, cronkite, walter cronkite. but wasn't there one, one other person isn't or is it just those two I and then i, I thought it was just those two and then and then now, dame judy dench okay okay well three. a lot of people you know there are people that refer to back to them but most people i know don't even know that they did it most people know judy dench now because she's done it for so long so i agree yeah. i kind of think like it is it's classic and this is what people want and it's a fun ride and um it's a people eater so it's gonna be hard to take that out without something else to absorb all those crowds because mm -hmm. not everybody's gonna be able to ride guardians for the first you know six months or a year <laughs> and a half <laughs> speaking of new attractions they are trust they are testing tron tron is finally going moving into the testing phase do we have a prediction of when this is going to open? Do we think, um, Jen, what do you think? Or Gene, you probably know more than we do. Break the yeah, news for us, you man. See Tell it us. Every day. Yeah, I, I know that they said they're starting the, the push and pull tests now, right? So, yeah. I, I mean, who knows? I think I think it would make sense that not even when it's ready to open, they're obviously going to save it for a part of the, right. of the year where they're right. like, all right, let's, you know, I, I had no problem with them not having it ready for the food like earlier in the 50th because mm -hmm. to me, it made no sense. You're already going to have. A tremendous amount of crowds there right. why have something that will be another big draw right at the mm -hmm. same time so 
Like, I was surprised they decided to do Ratatouille at the same time, although I think the reason why was to even out the crowds. Yeah. Have a lot of yeah. people in Epcot. Yeah. Um, but other well, than and that, that ride I, had been ready for months. They were. Ready I mean, to go that with had it. been ready for. And a while. So they were like, yeah. "Let's just get, let's do it," because it's the best time to do it right before Christmas, fiftieth, yeah. and everything. So yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what it is too. Is that way you know you would have think about how many people would have been trying to get into um, Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. if you if there was nothing in Epcot going on that day. So I think that's what helps smooth out the, the crowds a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you're going to see them probably wait till. I, what, are they, what, are they, what was the last update? It was like mid 2023, something like that. Uh, yeah, they had said. I think they had been forecasting 2023. But I'm hearing like they're going faster than they were scheduled. Like they're yeah. moving oh. really quickly. And yeah. so I'm wondering if I, mean, I don't. Maybe this is just pipe dreams here. But I'm wondering if they're going to have it ready maybe by Christmas this year, like November, you know, Thanksgiving week, whatever. Because be. you know that would be a huge boon for Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or wait another year or so and because epic universe is coming along nicely very quickly and i don't like, see them holding it for a full year no. once it's ready once it, i mean yeah. i can see them holding it for a little no. bit i can't see them holding it for a full yeah. year plus any any earlier any earlier that according to ahead of the timeline they can get it that's a mm-hmm. that's a feather in chapex cap right like right. he needs some good news and but that's something that he can actually you know people say oh well you know what he got this out a year ahead of schedule or whatever it would yeah. be I think right. that would be. I think that's something that that would be really good. Even if that money, who knows? That might even be already the plan. Who, who knows? That's true. I mean, but, that's um, true. Um, but he could use some some good some good uh, PR, and that would mm-hmm. definitely be good PR. He needs some good juju yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would think Christmas would be ideal too, because obviously it's going to be a huge busy time for Disney. Yeah. Dilute the crowds from what, what Guardians is going to be. Let's put a lot of crowds over there in mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom. And now you still have Rise of the Resistance, which people are still trying to ride, or people still trying to ride more than once. Uh, and now that will kind of even out a little bit and let people actually get on that for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, par- well, park passes are going to fill up so fast for both of those yeah. both of those, those parks. You know, you may not have a choice. But, uh, yeah. but there you go. Those, that's all the news. Now, I want to get jump real quick. And, then, Jen, this is for you. It's a mea culpa that, uh, from last week's episode. We want to make a correction because we made the dumb assumption that – there are classic characters and new characters. We talked about how Figment is an uh, is an icon of one of the yes. festivals and everything, and he's an older character, whatever. And Spike the Bee, where did he even come from? He's a new character, blah blah blah. We're not very smart. I was corrected Apparently. more than once. Um, the fact that Spike the Bee, including by quasi producer Heather's daughter, uh, yes. that Spike the Bee is from an old classic Donald Duck cartoon. He's an old Did time character, older than that. all of these characters that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So we are sorry. For anybody we have hurt, we are sorry. We uh, we did not mean We're to. Sorry to, to speak. We're sorry to spike the bee. We're sorry to spike the bee and his family, and we, we did not mean to misrepresent uh, his, his buzziness, and um, we will move forward, and uh, we will learn from this opportunity. So, yes. yes, yes so, yeah, spike the bee, old school Donald Cameron. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> Which I do recall seeing that cartoon like yeah, once. I, it was, I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that yeah. one. <laughs> the first part, Ryan Street from the Iron Geek podcast reached out to me and he was like, hey, you know Spike the Beast from Donald Duck. And I was like, crap, you're right. <laughs> and we, had, we had released the episode an hour prior. He like apparently we were like, well, hit his, hit his feet initially and he was on it. And so it's like, well, there you go. Um, all right. So because I know that, that on the Disney Underground podcast and oh, so is that a podcast now that is kind of completed its run? Are you going to come back with more episodes? Because I know the last episode was in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, we, even then it was like it, a best of episode. The last few was kind of a clip show more than anything. Mm-hmm. More than anything. Yeah. Um, we, we Michael, you know what is is the the preparing for everything for youtube has become like like a full-time job so to be able to to do a lot of the editing like that was the one thing that i was looking forward to most when uh dave from florida park scores approached me about partnering up to do youtube is uh, editing used to take almost a whole weekend at times to sure. do to do a show and right. to look at it like so wait i can go live and never have to edit again in my life <laughs> um yeah let's do it because i feel like one or two days editing that's one or two days that i can do other things i can do other shows or you know mm-hmm. so uh i don't know if we're gonna go back if we do go back to it it won't be it won't be in the same uh it won't be in the same way that it used to be it would probably sure. be like a best of thing because we still have a bunch of clips that we haven't even used yet right um so if anything we might go because we recorded a bunch of most magical fives that we had done for to hold us out for a while and um we weren't able to use them all because we switched formats before, you know, we recorded those all before we knew we were mm-hmm. going to be switching formats. So we will probably come back to it as mm-hmm. just a most magical five segment, a bunch of ma- most magical five segments. Nice. Um, and not the initial, what the initial show was. Right. Um, right. Sure. But that's just to give everybody that, that took the time out to record those, to get them on the air. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think at this point we're pretty much just YouTube only because I just don't have the time to do, to do both. I mean, you guys, you guys 
know how how much it takes to edit like yeah. you know mm-hmm. yep oh, yeah. um we would we would record a we would record for three to four hours and have to whittle <laughs> it down to an hour and a half episode so um that's because you know we, we would get in there every thursday night we record on thursday nights mm-hmm. and it would be like a bunch of friends just hanging out so there'd be a lot of in between talk and but the next thing you know it's taking me 48 hours to edit it get the sound right so um yeah. i don't foresee going back to that but right. uh you know, but I did enjoy it while we did it. It's just that it is very, very time consuming. Well, sure. It's a, it was a fun little cast, and like I said, I listened to a couple of episodes, kind of went through it, especially the, the the magical fives, which were fun. I listened to you know, her talk about the bathrooms mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. about the resorts and the, the healthy eating. So I came up with a magical five questions. These are five just random questions about Disney things and magical things that I thought might be kind of fun to answer. And here's the first one: What would be your favorite twenty minute walk on property? Walking through a certain park, a certain area, walking from one resort to the other, Disney Springs. What is your favorite? If you're walking through any 20-minute walk-ish, 20-ish minute walk, what makes you like, I'm so happy right now that I'm walking this. This is I'm so excited to be walking right through here. I mean, what, Gene, what do you think? I'm smiling right now because it's such an easy question for me. Um, it's all right, So the starting point could always be different. Mm-hmm. It's either starting in Epcot. We're starting in DHS okay. and walking ah. through to the other, going through the boardwalk. Because I'll stop in the boardwalk and just hang out for um, for a few minutes. Uh, you know, I don't. It's such a nostalgic place, the boardwalk for me. I was married there. That was where we took our oh, first trip together before we were nice. married. Um, boardwalk is in my. I actually only a couple of weeks ago, before I like just before I came back to New York for the month, I was sitting on the boardwalk with a friend. I said, this is this to me is the best place. I, I, if I could sit here all day mm-hmm. on the boardwalk, just looking at the water, I would I would do that. I could do that all day, every day. It never gets old. So walking from DHS all the way to, to Epcot and stopping along the in the boardwalk for a little bit, getting myself a drink and a snack from the mm-hmm. boardwalk bakery. Mm-hmm. That to me is like it's a, it's, it's something I do at least once a week. Um, nice. You know, if ever I go to DHS, I'm always at least ending over in Epcot at one point because I want to be able to walk through. So that's that. That's, that's, that's about that's a mile walk. Is that, is that right? Mm-hmm. If I run a mile ish from one to the you other. No, I'm not really sure. I never really, I never really mapped it out. Okay. It takes about 20 minutes, though. I guess. Yeah. So you know, because you walk so. along the water yeah. and then yep. you come up to where walk. the Swan and Dolphin is. So. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. It's beautiful. We walk. just stayed at the boardwalk. Uh, I mean, I love the boardwalk. So great, Jen. 20 minute walk for you. Where Where would you love to take a 20 minute walk through property? Well, you'll probably laugh. So if I'm not doing a park walk, which well, it can be a I park mean, walk if you want, it's up to you. Whatever you think. No, because because I, I feel like that would be like a go to for a lot of people right. is a park walk. Right. I love the walk between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. I love that you go past like the wedding pavilion and it's and you then you can like walk all the way through and like through the marina at the Polynesian and around and back again. So especially if we're staying over at the Grand at the villas, that's just a nice walk. And when we've been in training down there, like if we're training for a marathon, well, okay, not a marathon, like a half marathon. Or a <laughs> right, right. We have run that path as well. It's a nice, it's a nice walk. Or now, that's, especially when you know where you're going versus pointing people in the wrong direction where they end up walking on the side I of the highway go and go to the left. <laughs> I did not say to go all the way to the highway. Visiting Jen I, in Brady's room at uh, like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night on the 50th as I'm going back to my room. She's like, oh, take that sidewalk and go that way. The sidewalk led me straight to a flat wall. I took a left, took a right, walked through a parking lot, pulled my GPS out, found myself walking down through the grass on the side of the highway, carrying my bag, just do, 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 trying to stumble and like whatever. I, like you never needed to go to the highway. Back to the Polynesian. <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, I think I walked through a cast member area trying to get to the building, get off the awesome. main highway, and I was like, "Awesome, this is fantastic." There's a big blue sign right behind me. Yay! So <laughs> that would not be my favorite walk, by the way. Um, so, uh, well, no, not that way. <laughs> my 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 first inclination, honestly, is probably walking through a park, and that is going through the gates of Epcot and walking through to world showcase kind of the back, basically mm-hmm. one gate to the other. Um, I, I, especially on a spring day or a fall day when it's nice and cool outside, when it's, you know, 70 degrees or something. And mm-hmm. maybe I'm walking, I'm walking to Canada to get myself the steak because at every festival, they have a little kiosk with the steak in it, the fillets mm-hmm. or the, whatever the steak tips. I, I love, I love walking through Epcot because it's so open and so spread out. Yeah. You can just see so much from everything. I love that mm-hmm. walk. I just think it's a great, great walk, um, you know, from one side to the other. And then, of course, you can send all the way in the boardwalk and just walk over the hill. And it's just, yeah. it's almost like once you, once you get out of the, the International Gateway gates into the, the, out of the park, 
it becomes such a different world all of a sudden. Like, mm-hmm. there's the resorts, and, like, you crest that hill, and it's like, wow, this is not Epcot. This is the boardwalk, and it's just right. so great how it's set mm-hmm. up. Next question. <clears throat> Name one attraction that you would love to see the Muppets take over, and what would that look like? Gene, I'm going to give you the uh, – Gene, Jen, I'm going to give you that one first, since Gene had the Oh, you're going to give yeah. me no, that actually, one first. Yeah, I, I have a good one for that. Oh, well, you have, have a good one. Go ahead no, yeah, give no, Gene no. first. No, 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 no. Yeah, let, let Jen uh, think yeah, about this, it. This was an easy one for me, too, because this is something that I've talked about recently, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all the rumors of us losing Aerosmith on Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. I would make it the Electric Mayhem uh, bands. Uh, oh, oh, I kind of love that. That would be amazing. <laughs> All the glow in the dark stuff. Dr. Have, like, Teeth Muppet- Rock and Roller Coaster or Mayhem Roller Coaster or whatever. That would be so cool. I've been, I've been wanting them to do that. I actually, and I love Aerosmith. Don't get me wrong, but there's a part of me that says even if Aerosmith doesn't want out, maybe let's make the change. Right. The one thing we don't have in the park, I always feel like they always just do a Muppet tease. They never, even though we have Muppets 3D, I get it. We have Pizza mm-hmm. Rizzo's. There's not really, other than that one little section, I don't feel like they really represent the Muppets yeah. enough in the in the parks mm-hmm. to give them like no. a main ride like that. Where and they're still staying in Hollywood Studios still, yep. so that's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but to give them like a big attraction like that, I think that would be huge. Um, I'd still love to see a, 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 a character dining, a Muppet character dining, but oh, um, but yeah, but the so but rock and roller coaster with Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem band would be phenomenal. Can you imagine whenever you're in the car and it's about to take off, instead of instead of Steven Tyler singing like hey, you hear Doctor Teeth going oh yeah, and it just takes yeah. off. <laughs> or it's our animal like and, and, and then the candy picture yeah. of that from Great Muppet Capers play. Oh my, that is incredible. That's a gr- I've never thought about that. That's oh my a gosh, great I haven't neither. Like that, I don't think any idea we're going to put out is going to be that. Well, and I feel like one. too that's something I don't think many people would be that bothered by Aerosmith coming out of that role. Like, like, as long as you didn't mess up the ride itself. Don't mess yeah. up. I, I mean, I don't people. Uh, they're used to the pre-show, but God, my gosh, for a year and a half, we didn't have a pre-show. You just walk straight through. You never got to see <laughs> That's that. That's true. You know, so basically to that, Gene, I say, do a I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do a pre-show for it. It'd be great. So You can totally do that. Yeah, for sure. Jen, I have an answer if you're still thinking about yours. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I so, think and I have I've said one, this but... before. I, I like, I think the, the Hall of Presidents is, it's a great attraction. Mm-hmm. But we're living in a day and an age where any kind of politics is so charged right now mm. with emotion on both sides. And the people that I think mm-hmm. I think if you're I think you're kind of stupid. If you're like cheering one or screaming at the other, or whatever, it's a it's a robot who is not hearing you, much right. less caring anything <laughs> they about you. Don't they don't care, don't care about how you want to solve the world's problems or what what kind of job you think they're doing. They're a robot. It's a robot. <laughs> Make that a Muppets history Hall of Presidents kind of attraction. You've got enough Muppets. You yeah. can do the Muppets yeah. as the presidents if you wanted to. If you only wanted to highlight the main, the, the, the I'd say the main ones, the the most popular or most famous ones, the Washingtons, the Jeffersons, the Adams, the, the the Lincolns, whatever, you could do that with different Muppet characters. And make it a Muppet retelling of history. Make it fun because right now for a lot of people, probably half the people that go in there, it's a nap time. My wife has not seen this show in 10 years because every time she goes in, she's like, this is such a beautiful show. I love this country. I love this. <sighs> I mean, and, and it's just, that's, just, that's just her. And I get it because last time we went with a family of – we had a family, I think, eight in our family. We went. I looked down the road. Six of them were asleep. And, like, my 10-year-old was like – not even caring what's going on at all. He was awake, but like make this entertaining, make it funny, make it obviously factual. But I think people would have so much fun with this. The Muppets are represented in a massive way of their own attraction. Muppet history, all the things you did with the great Muppet thing that you did before with the Muppet history stuff, put that in there. I just, and it would solve all those political problems because now you don't have political things happening. You just have the Muppets telling the history. That's, that's how I think it should go. Jen, Mm -hmm. your thoughts. All right, so this might not even be creative at all. And for me, this would not be able to be a permanent thing. It would have to be an overlay. Like it would straight up have to be an overlay for this to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't think it could go forever. I would love to see a um, like a Muppet Space Mountain overlay okay. a little bit. Because you've got like, you know, Gonzo. Like Muppets he does in Space the, Mountain? Like, yeah, kind of <laughs> situation. I know that's kind of weird, but I think... It could be fun. You could do something with that because I just I remember in Gonzo in an in an astronaut costume. Don't ask me what movie it's from. Maybe it was Muppet Babies, but that kind of doesn't make I, well, sense. Well, Muppets in Space. They had a Muppets yeah. in Space. Miss, is that what I'm? And that's why I said that Muppets yeah. in Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah, Muppets. In, so I mean, I just think that would be cute. Listen, I love Space Mountain, but people don't get quite as mad. Like, listen, it could work with Haunted Mansion too, but people would get ticked off about the Haunted Mansion overlay. I think because it's such right. a yeah. classic attraction. Yeah. Um, even though you could do it from the Muppets Haunted Mansion, you know, the new show that just was out. So, mm-hmm. but I don't think people would get as ticked off about 
Space Mountain, you know, throwing some Muppets in there. Yeah, I think it would be fun. I think, and it would be different too because Disneyland has their Jack Skellington overlay. I think doing something with like Muppets, right? And this one would be great. Would be great. And they do they do a Halloween overlay in Space Mountain out in Disneyland as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, for even for Space Mountain, not just the you know Haunted Mansion overlay, but yeah, it would have to be an overlay. Perfect. All right. So third question, and Jen, I'll give this one to you and let you answer this one first. Okay. Build your Disney, your perfect Disney meal, your appetizer, your entree, your dessert, and your drink. From across the resorts. I mean, what are you going to pull Ooh. from? Knowing that it can be delivered to you and it would – well, I'll take that back. <clears throat> you pick the spot you would like to eat, whether it's outside, inside, okay. whatever location you want to eat and what meal are you having. They're bringing it to you. Everything's fresh. Everything's okay. hot. Everything's cold, whatever. They're bringing it to you. What is your perfect Disney meal? Well, for location, I'm going to be dining at the California Grill. Of course. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. Um, at night so that I can see the fireworks yep. again. Yep, yep, yep. Obviously. Okay. okay. But for my appetizer, I'm having cheese soup from Canada. With mm-hmm. complete with the pretzel bread because cheese soup from Canada. Okay. Um, for my entree, I'm a little bit torn because as much as I do love surf and turf at California Grill, I'm probably getting a yachtsman steak because nice. okay. <laughs> the yachtsman fillet is holy mackerel. It is so good. <laughs> it is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, for my side dish. And this can be counter service too, so don't feel like you're only stuck with with table services. It can be whatever you want to pull. Oh no, I'm 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 totally happy. I mean, with not that you do counter so services. I mean, yeah. like I I'm I'm really happy with this whole situation. I haven't eaten a meal in Disney where people haven't brought yeah. me food in 19 oh, years. Stop. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not true, <laughs> but I would probably take the mac and cheese from the Enchanted Rose because Ooh, that is like amazing. So mm-hmm. we'd have that on the side, obviously. Right. Now, dessert, I would probably stick, though, with the California Grill desserts because they have quite a lovely selection of, like, cakes and cheesecakes and amazing things. They currently have, like, a 50th anniversary sampler, and I adored it. So I would stick with the California Grill dessert. Um, So that would probably be an almost perfect Disney meal right there. Okay, and what what are you drinking? Oh, oh, I didn't think about that. I mean, oh, let it unlet. Okay. It doesn't matter. What are you drinking? The iced tea from Tiffins. <laughs> Good call. I just love the flavor of that iced tea in Tiffins. That's so weird, <laughs> but I, that's, not, that's what it is. So. Jane, build your perfect meal. Where are you sitting to eat? And it could be outside, inside, or whatever. Um, doesn't have to be in a restaurant. And what is your meal components going to be? Oh, this I I, I may have an honorable mention or two because oh, it's hard. Yeah. This is this right. This, this is, is hard. hard um, all right, so I'd want to sit. Obviously, no surprise. Somewhere on the, along the boardwalk on one of those red tables. Yep. But on a nice cool day where it's nice and cool, right? You know, earlier in the day, um, my appetizer would have to be the pork belly from uh, Flying Fish. To me, it like mm. melts in your mouth. I don't know if you guys have had it. It like melts in your mouth. It is really good. Um, that would be my that would be my my uh, appetizer. My main course. I'm a little. I'm a little. It, I I don't know which route to go, and they're two different way different things. So. One I love is obviously the, the fried chicken from Homecoming. The oh, chicken, yes. the kitchen, the chicken ta- yes, uh, dinner is stuff. fantastic. But there also is um, the the surf and turf from Narcusi that I absolutely adore. Oh, that's good. Uh, they like they like they like like boil it in butter. I don't know what whatever they do that lobster tail is fantastic. <laughs> so it would um, so yeah, it would be either the surf and turf from Narcusi or the chicken from Homecoming. And my dessert, I'm actually going to go another one where it's hard. And this is how much I love homecoming. Is either that hummingbird cake, mm. uh, which to me is it's a huge piece. It's the best hummingbird cake on the planet. Um, to me, it's the best dessert on property, except for, and they don't make it anymore at the at the Flying Fish. They used to make this caramelized banana Napoleon oh, that man. I used to go just to get it. Oh, it was, they haven't made it for a few years. <laughs> oh, I would man. go just for that at times. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, so those would be shit. my desserts and my drinks. Um, I I'm a sucker for the Joffrey's peach iced tea. I get that peach iced tea two or three times. That's a, good. A, a, yeah. Every time I'm in the park, I get two or three. Mm-hmm. Every time I see a Joffrey's, I'm like, oh, gotta get another one. And I grab another uh, peach iced tea. I live oh on those peach gosh. iced teas in the parks. Love it. I love They're it. So, so good. I am sitting outside the plaza in the evening time when it's nice and nice and cool. Before it's, it don't want to be too hot. Don't want to be too cold. But outside the plaza on those tables, so I can see the fireworks. If I happen to still be there, you know, three hours later. Um, my entree, I'm sorry, my, my appetizer, this is going to cheat a little bit, but I'm going to get me some corn dog nuggets from Casey's. 
I'm going to have a nice, very nice meal here, but I'm having some corn dog nuggets because I love me some corn dog nuggets. And it's just, it is what it is. Okay. I was going to say Wisconsin cheese or the Wisconsin Canadian cheese soup that, that Jen mentioned, but I'll, I'll go a little different here because I love that soup. Uh, my entree, I'm thinking either a steak from Steakhouse 71 because the steaks were so oh, good. When they I was are very November. good. Um, but I'm also thinking the steak and eggs from Tutoria Al Forno that you have for brunch. Um, oh, it's so good. super good. Uh, Topolino's does the same, does something similar as well. Yes, so they whatever. Do. The, and I don't know the name of the, the official name of the, on, of the dish. I can just point out and be like, I want that. Um, cause I don't remember the names of dishes. I just remember it was meat yeah. and it was eggs. And it was good. That was amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. my dessert, I'm torn between something like the maple creme brulee at La Cellier, which will, is in my mind, a hall of fame dessert mentally for me because I love the maple creme brulee. Have been mm-hmm. there in six or seven years. So maybe I need to try it again. Probably do. Or the blueberry mousse at Satuli Canteen over in Animal Kingdom. That's a good one. I oh, that's a good freaking one. love that. And that's I look around the one. table at whoever I'm eating with, and I'm like, are you going to finish that? Are you go- yes? Okay. What about mm-hmm. you? Are you going to finish that? You don't need to finish that. You don't need to finish that. You've had too much. Can I- let me have it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I ordered my kid one. I know he has allergies. He can't eat it. Guess I'll have to eat it. I mean, oh, just, that's a I shame. Lo- right? I love it so much. <laughs> and for, you know, whatever drink I have, I'm going to have a glass of water there to dilute it because I'm probably going to either have a blue milk or a violet lemonade from uh, from Epcot. Oh, um, violet lemonade is yeah, so good. Violet lemonade, yeah. which, which is great. All right. Two more questions here, and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap up. Um, let's do a swap with Universal. Thrill ride and a dark ride or a family ride. You do one even swap. You give, you give them one of our rides from any park. You take one of their rides. You can retheme it however you want to or leave it as is. I mean, or you know, change the characters if you need to. But uh, the ride itself has to stay the same when you get it. So you can't restructure the entire thing or whatever. So what are we swapping? Mm-hmm. What are we giving to Universal? Ooh. And what are we taking back? Thrills and... And I'll go first on this one because I was thinking about okay. this. Uh, my first for family ride is I'm going to send them Stratera Stop Spin. I, I think it's boring. It's in the blazing sun. That's a ride you can't really ride in the day from like May to Mm-mm. October because it will Correct. burn your skin. It's just literally. It's, it's just like here's a ride to put some people on. The lines aren't really long. Let's go on that because everything else is just too full. Let's get rid of that. Um, let's bring Fair. over the Dr. Seuss ride. We can retheme it to something else, but I love the fact that it rides above and maybe even keep it. Oh, the little Dino, train. Maybe even keep it in Dino Land and do it where you're going through the, the through the Dino Land, uh, the, the the boneyard there okay. around the dinosaur over in Dino Land or the dinosaur ride. Um, you know, whatever they put in, in place of uh, Primeval World, if they put anything there, maybe even have it go through the woods. Just have it something kind of theme. Maybe you can see out. You can see cocktails from the ride itself, like a like an almost like an Animal Kingdom people mover. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Um, as far as thrill ride, I probably would send them something like Rock and Roller Coaster. I feel like we have so many great attractions in Hollywood Studios. I know that's a big loss of a coaster. Send that over there. Bring over the Mummy, and theme that to an Indiana Jones ride. We have our own Indiana Jones ride over here, but not like the one they have in Disneyland California. Make it something different. Uh, make it make, make that particular attraction just put to an Indiana Jones theme to it with the scares and the snakes or whatever. So those are my two. Uh, Gene, what do you think? What are you giving to Universal and what are you taking from Universal? Can be. <sighs> All right. Well, first, if I'm going to give them a thrill ride, I'm going to give them Test Track. I can't oh, stand Test Track. Thing. Yeah. That's uh, fair. <laughs> my biggest beef on Test Track is you spend all this time making your car. And at the end of the day, we all only go 64.9 miles an right? hour. Like, we all, I, I, like no matter how good, how right? funky my car is, it's still going to go the same as someone who does a really great job making a sports car. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I can't stand that ride. I wish I liked it because I know a lot of people love it. Um, but I would trade that one for... Uh, and to me, this is a no-brainer. Give me Velo- Velocicoaster in, in Disney. That's true. And put Straight. that in Dino Land. <laughs> That's true. I, I might even say, let's trade all of Dino Land USA for the Jurassic Park area of, I, of I love this because, idea. I, I love it. <laughs> just, just call it the good dinosaur. Give that, give that movie some promotion. Why not? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. it's something because that's my one beef with, uh, with Animal Kingdom is Dino Land USA. They mm. could have, if you're going to make a land for dinosaurs, you make it based on like some carnival game night i don't i don't know what they did there other than the the dinosaur ride it's really lackluster and i felt like it took no imagineering i felt like they yeah. they were like well we want to do something with dinosaurs and well we had you know it was it was like so non disney like to be able to, of what they did with it it was like i thought they i thought they they uh I don't know. I thought they dropped the ball on Dino Land. I feel like they've they've given up on Animal Kingdom. Not Animal Kingdom, but but Dino Land itself. Yeah. I Mm kind of think that when they circle back to Animal Kingdom, and I guess that'll be the next one in line for for an update, since Pandora's will be probably six or seven, eight years old by then. Um, 
I think Dino Land might be the one they will focus on in that whole area because I yeah, feel like there's maybe. so much area and room over there with the primeval world gone. That's a ton of room mm-hmm. to put something in. Uh, I don't know if the bone yard will come back anytime soon. Dinosaur is kind of, eh, you know, like I said, the whole carnival thing. They may, I mean, it's a great theme in theory and a great story in theory, but to not do anything with it and just let it kind of sit there, it just kind of ruins it. So yeah, I think that's, that's the next area that they, they either they do something completely different or, you know, they, renovate that particular attraction or that, that, that whole area. Jen, uh, what are you giving to Universal and what are you taking? And I, by the way, I like Test Track. I like that. I'm, th- I'm sending Test Track over there as well and taking yeah. Mummy <laughs> back. So. I, <laughs> um, the family one is a little harder for me because I'm a thrill ride girl. So when right. I go to Universal, I'm really focusing in on the thrill ride. Well, Jen hates children. So, so you know. she's. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, obviously, sure. that was the subtext <laughs> of there. What? I am <laughs> um, giving them, and this is not a surprise to anybody, I'm giving them Tomorrowland Speedway. Hmm. They can have the Speedway. Yeah. Goodbye. Make that smelly right over diesel. There, sure. Yeah. I'm just going to like, <laughs> they can just take that. Yep. And because I really cannot think of any other family friendly attractions from universal. Oh no. You know what? I take that back. Race to New York with Jimmy Fallon. I will move that okay. over. Cause we could easily retheme that to something Disney IP. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of things that we could retheme that bad boy too. And it could even change. So right. I will straight up. I will do that. Bye-bye tomorrow. Land Speedway. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um the other one this one was a little harder um i would 100 take the hulk coaster okay. from islands of adventure because i think that's a great launch coaster i would have said velocicoaster but if we can have both right. then jeans bringing right. over velocicoaster for us <laughs> i will then yeah. bring over hulk and it's a marvel <laughs> theme let's bring some marvel in there i was well, saying yeah. it's a marvel in this theme. world the contract doesn't matter let's just bring it over <laughs> like exactly and so it could actually stay as is mm-hmm. um i would gladly give up dinosaur yeah if we're still considering that a thrill ride which i think mm-hmm. it kind of is uh right. i'm sorry that's if it was an Indiana Jones, the Indiana Jones version in Disneyland, fantastic. I'm not giving that one up. It's right. the dinosaur. Well, one. now Indiana Jones, has become, <laughs> the, the mummy has become Indy Jones. So, you know, we fixed that. So, so it's good. Like, exactly. we, this all works. Exactly. Last question here, and this is the one I saved for the last because I kind of really like the concept of this. Of this. Um, there's two answers to this. First, an- first question, you bring Walt Disney himself from the early 60s. Disneyland's already been built. It's already going. Walt Disney World's in his head. Mm-hmm. To modern day, what attraction would you love to take him on so you can just see how he, like, this is incredible? And conversely, you go back in time to the 50s to Disneyland. What attraction would you love to ride with Walt Disney mm. on, to experience with him, knowing he loves the ride and he's just like, he's going to be able to tell you all about it? And so, who's starting? Jen, Jean? you can start if you want. Oh, I'm starting? Yeah, let's start. I'm taking him on Flight of Passage. Mm, I because I think that. the imagineering mm-hmm. would blow his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could go back in time, I would ride the train with him. I was thinking when that he's too. driving it. Yeah, there's a lot Sorry. That was easy. That's good. That's good. Gene, what do you think? Um, if I could go back in time, this one's easy. I think I would be, it would be Carousel of Progress. It's mm. a good one. Um, just because I, I, you know, I, I think that's one of the big things he had was uh, just technology and, and the future. Right. Um, if I was going to go on a ride with him here, it would it would it would probably either be one of two, both in Epcot. I would either say Soren, mm. but and, and, and only because I love Soren, I would love to see his vision of of, of it. But mm. the one I would like to go on to on with him for him, not for me, is Mission Space. I'm not a big Mission Space guy, right? But okay. I think because of his desire to about about space and and everything else, his his love of of outer space. I feel like that would be a, a, a fun ride to go on with him. It might be, it might make him, might make him a little nauseous, but yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, but it would, uh, but I think that would be a cool one to take with him, just because of of uh, his his passion for, you know, space exploration. Yeah, um, I think I would love to have ridden. I want to say I think this was around back then, twenty thousand leagues. With Walt, I think that was around with Disneyland. Uh, I I think that that oh, I was thinking that one, or I was thinking. Um, I was just in my head, 20,000 Leagues or uh, or Pirates, because mm. I know that Pirates was a big one. And honestly, I think riding Jungle Cruise with him now would have been great, because I know that uh. was a ride that he had his hands in before he died. 
Yeah. And to see what, because I know he originally he wanted the animals to be live, and of course they, they had to go to the animatronics or whatever. But just, uh, and I agree with all of that, what you guys said too about the technology and everything. And I, w- I was thinking Soren too, because you mm-hmm. get to see the world and just whatever. Even Bindi Alpha Tower looks cool when you're from the 60s. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I'm thinking riding, riding Jungle Cruise with him now to say this is what your vision brought. Look how popular this ride is. Listen to the jokes. Yes, I know you're Walt Disney. You could probably get these speakers fixed pretty fast with just a snap of your fingers, but you know, <laughs> let's let's move past that. So, very good, great answers, great discussion. Those are your magical five questions with uh, Gene from. I want to say Disney Underground, but if I say Gene from, what am I filling the blank in with? with? Gene it's from Gene, Gene Fitzmagic from the FPE Network as of FPE right Network. now. That's gotcha. pretty much okay. yeah. I'm all because I'm pretty much on like every other show that they have gotcha. over there. So <laughs> FPE Network on YouTube is pretty much my home. Okay. And see, that's what we can do, Jen, with Race from Jimmy Fallon. Just put him in the show. There you and go. Instead of race, race through Magic Kingdom with, with, with Gene. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Just race, and just love I'm, it. I'm good. Let's do it. I love that. I'll have to host your own show. Yeah, and Bobby, through. Let's set this up. You know, All right. I'm done. You're in a Tomorrowland Speedway car, racing down Main Street. I'm calling Joe Rody. I love go. it. Very, yeah. Call Joe Rody. He'll be like, Disney who? I don't work there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gene, where can we find you? Where can people follow you online? And, and uh, I know there's like a thousand places at this point, but where are the main places people go to find you and branch out from there? Well, you can find me on my Instagram at Gene Fitzmagic, at Gene Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on YouTube, FPE Network. I'm pretty much on five nights a week. I love uh, it. If, when, you just go on anytime around nine o'clock and you'll, I'm, good chance I'm, I'm on live. So. I love it. I um, love that's, that. That's, that's where. That's really cool. Jen, where can we find you? Seeing pictures of the Galactic Star Cruiser. Of course, listen to last week's episode. And Jen will give you mm-hmm. all the good details about that. But uh, where can we find you online and all your fun pictures? Um, at Upon a Star Jen. And then my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navati. Cool. Find me online on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. I love to have you on both of those platforms. And of course, Instagram is the Magic on a Dollar. Go there. And of course, Disney, travel, all kinds of fun stuff. And this week, of course, we're doing the, the movie matchups. And some of the big movies are coming in now, so you can vote on some of your favorites there. Of course, find the show at themsepodcast.com. That's our show notes. Go there. You'll see all the show notes. And plus links to Gene's stuff as well. So you'll get to see him. If you didn't listen to that part of the episode, you can go there and click on that and, and find the stuff there. Um, themsepodcast at gmail.com. That is our email address. We'd love to hear from you. We actually get a few email addresses, a few emails from fans here and there, including we have a fan from Norway that has written in a couple of times. We need to acknowledge that next week on the show. Because i got to find the email. got to remember to do it. But uh, thank you, Gear, for listening to the show. I'm calling you out. I appreciate you, buddy. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, find us online at The MSC Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on all those usual type places. So, Jane, this was wonderful to meet you. You are a fascinating individual, yes. and I love hearing all these things from you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate uh, you guys having me in. This was great. And don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true.